0: Thank you for
1: listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand.
2: Now, the players are going to vote to play, because guess what players do, Darren? They play, and they want to play. But in the end, the owners are going to kibosh it, because it's going to cost them too much money. So it's going to be on the owners. That's my prediction. We're going to get this baton really far in the relay race, and then it's going to be dropped near the finish line. That's my prediction on wow. this.
1: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
2: It absolutely uh, is. Welcome, everybody. Canada's daytime sports talk show is leaving the harbor. That's probably my, well, not my proudest prediction that came true, that the CFL was going to cancel the season weeks before they actually did. I wasn't happy about that. but right. Yeah, well, it's going to be part of our topics today, but big hockey day. Thursdays have become a hockey day. Blue Jays Day, Uh, settle in for the next two hours. Thanks for joining us for Caliber Coffee here this morning, wherever you may be watching across the Great White North or our Canadian sports fan friends in America. He's Moose, I'm Rod. You ready to go? Always. Love the golf shirt. Are you Always. golfing later today? Uh, no, next week the course opens. It's very brazen of you to wear a mint colored golf shirt in here with a green screen. When not you say, Ryan? It looks good. Very brazen. It works. It's It almost comes off it, like a like a very, baby blue. Very bold of you to do that. Uh, on the program today from TSN Montreal, Joey Elfieri. He can talk about all kinds of things. We'll be talking Montreal Canadiens with him. We'll be talking uh, maybe a little MLS soccer. He's a big NFL fan. CFL, of course. Joey will be with us in block two of our one in Sportsnet's Arash Madani, the guy that you love or hate or love to hate, Arash Madani will be with us. Can't wait to join our buddy Arash Madash. But let's get rolling with a quick six show topics, please. Director Jordan. And as you see, the Prairie Mobile text line is open for anything that tickles your fancy at 306-840-8777. And I must, actually, now that I'm looking at the screen, people are going to see something new. On the desk, over our Hockey Canada goaltender's mask, i got to thank Brandon Crow and Scooter from the Brandon Wheat Kings for the wonderful gift, not just the toque. This is the one thing that Ryan might take. <clears throat> Check this out, man. They didn't like me wearing the Winnipeg Ice shirt yesterday. <laughs> Am I right on that, Crozy? hundred percent. The Wheat King said it's not okay that you were wearing a Winnipeg Ice workout uh, top yesterday. So... I'm loving this stuff. This is, I'm not sure I could wear this under the lights without dying of heat exhaustion. Look at this beautiful CCM, in my size, Darren, extra large Wheat Kings jacket. That's hot. Uh, Size large sweatpants in the sweatpants capital. Of course. I'm dropping weight so much with the paint drink, I think I could actually get into a large, and I said, if it's okay with the Wheaties, I'm going to chop this at the knee and make my own shorts out of this. They said,
3: do whatever you want. So those will be doing laps of Wascana.
2: That's right. right. Going to be, you're going to be seeing these all over town this summer. And then what do you You got something there. Oh, yeah. It's on the chair, but I got the You didn't ja- bring it in here? I got the jacket, a couple of shirts. We'll get some stuff. Something different. The voice of the Wheat Kings is here in the bunker right now. This. So, yeah, oh. put a camera on that. Look oh. at all this stuff. It's, a, it's Christmas in here. This is great. Courtesy like, the brand of the Brandon Wheat Kings, the number one team in the Dub Hub. And what's awesome,
3: black is slimming, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes with everything. Oh, yeah. You can wear this, it on a green screen. This one's the hot one, right? Long sleeves. Oh, uh, no. All that oh, stuff yeah. is nice. That's great. So thank
2: you to the brand of Wheat
3: Kings uh, very oh, much.
2: Yeah. How about that? You, oh, he just said he just dropped it. Crazy. <laughs> okay. So we start with hockey, and we got a lot of things to get to here in the, uh, the warm-up for our friends at the Four Seasons Sports Palace order online for pickup or delivery at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, a fabulous Four Seasons pizza and drinks. Um, here's my leftovers from last night. I don't assume you watched the other game. I had to settle for the highlights because I was watching Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. But I'm just wondering, do you anti fight clubbers condone Connor McDavid having to throw his elbows out there like Gordy Howe? Because I'm starting to lose a little respect for the kid uh, for as much as I watched of the Montreal-Edmonton game last night, that was a playoff-style game. And it's like, Connor, they're going to be all over you in the playoffs. I know you don't have a lot of experience in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but they're going to be all over you. And if you start throwing elbows because they're all over you, you're going to be in the penalty box, and you're not going to be able to help your team very much. Now, the Order fans went crazy when I said that, and they're saying, Corey Perry took a dive. Look at the video. McDavid shouldn't have been throwing an elbow anyways. And Corey Perry probably did take a dive. But I'm just saying... Wayne, even Mario, they were able to look at somebody on on their wing and say, "Can you take care of this?" And then they would. But there's nobody to take care of it anymore. So it's it's a double-edged sword. Connor's got to make his own room, yet can you do
3: it a little less conspicuous? What yeah. do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, like I'm 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 okay with it right now, but it's getting worse. Yeah. And it's starting to come off like Kind of whiny. Like the whiny, spoiled kid yeah. that, yeah, can do what he wants and doesn't expect anything to happen. Um, I'm not quite there yet, but that's their trajectory it's on. And is that his fault? Well, you have to be able to deal with it. You have to have that patience. You have to have that poise, especially if you're going to be the leader of that team and this team's going to have playoff success. Yeah, so that was my take on that. Because every team now knows, just get under his skin, get under his skin, get under his skin. <sighs> it's working.
2: Yeah, like, come on. Again, Connor's not used to walking in the tall grass like he is right now this late in the season. The game's meaning as much as they do. This is the way it goes. Jeff Cabellus watching in Winnipeg says, Wheaties! From Paul Figler and Red Deer, the operator of the Dub Network website, he says, the Wheaties are becoming my favorite team. How do you like that? How about that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess when the Rebels have lost 12 in a row. (laughs) That's your team, Figgy. Come on. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are the first team to clinch a Stanley Cup playoff spot, so kudos to them. I think when they go into the playoffs that Marc-Andre Fleury needs to be the number one goaltender in Vegas, they can't dilly-dally around here with Robin Leonard. They can't. It's, it's got to be the flower. He's proven. And we're going to talk more about Robin Leonard here in a moment. But I think if it's, if it's true that Wayne Newton is the most popular man in Las Vegas and Marc-Andre Fleury is number two, um, play the kid. The only guy that doesn't like Wayne Newton – the only guy. You know who it is? Clark Griswold. He was trying to mow his <laughs> that's, lawn. That's right. That's right. You don't, you don't mow another man's lawn. Other than that,
3: uh, world women's cancellation is not... What? <laughs> Nothing. That's just a phenomenal reference because now I'm in the <laughs> Vegas vacation. That's the
2: only reason I don't like Wayne Newton.
3: Anyways, world women's uh, cancellation,
2: in my opinion, which is actually point two isn't sexism it's COVID. and do you think hockey canada and the double ihf wanted to cancel the world women's like i know that you were responding to viewers yesterday Mm -hmm. on that and here's my take you were saying hey the world under 18s are in texas it's wide open down there this is in nova scotia but you would think people would say but the world juniors were played in edmonton my take on this is more than anything, it's a business decision to cancel the World Women's Hockey Championship. The World Juniors is a multi-multi-million dollar tournament that brings in millions in sponsorship and TV ratings, uh, revenue. The World Women's Hockey does not. And the other thing is the world under-18s are all televised on TSN as well, Darren. And those are, that's development. This word that we've heard a ton of in the pandemic. The World Women's Hockey, like I saw Cheryl Pounder on SportsCenter saying, oh, I always got it. First thing I thought was, join the club. I can give you a very, very, very long list of sporting events that were canceled because of COVID. This has, to me, nothing to do with gender and everything to do with dollars and cents. It was a business decision, and the World Women's Hockey is not really developing players for
3: the National Hockey League, obviously, and it's not a moneymaker. That's my take on that. You? Yeah, I mean, I have the same take. And it's not not a moneymaker. And to be honest... If it was the Men's World Hockey Championship, it probably wouldn't be a moneymaker either because you only get the leftover guys that aren't in contention in the NHL go. They don't have primetime television, right? They don't get a ton of attention. They get less, far less than the world juniors. It's not about men versus women. Oh, boy. You see who's watching? Damon Allen, the Hall of Famer number
2: nine. Hey, Damon. He says, uh, play it in the States. Hey, I'm getting to that. Are you reading my diary, Damon. There's a few viewers that are saying that the whole tournament will be moved to the States, so we'll be watching for that. Paulo, watching on YouTube, says, Hey, Rod, where can I find a bio of your career? Enjoying your show on YouTube with my Apple TV 4K from Winnipeg. Thank you, Paulo. Just Google Rod Peterson bio. A few will come up. I think at least a few of them are correct. Yeah. Uh, Point three, CFL leftovers. It dropped yesterday. We had two hours to dissect it on the air, the announcement of August 5th, and now 24 hours really to look at where this league is going. I went home and thought about it this way. It, was, it reminded me of a TV infomercial for a wonderful, like a, a super product or a miracle drug. Available now, money-back guarantee, subject to these terms and conditions. Right, even those you know the interviews with Randy Ambrosi that I've seen and so forth is we're guaranteeing to play. Read the fine print, subject to health and restrictions. And beyond that, my spies in Calgary, my Calgary people, telling me that there was a poll on the Supper News last night, one of the Calgary TV stations saying, "Will you go back to Stampeder's game this fall? Will you go to a Stampeder's fall if you're vaccinated?" I'm not sure what the total question was, but 70% said no. That was the what I got. So there's. The vaccinations, health restrictions, is all that. Convincing people to come back to the stadium is a whole other hurdle. That the C- Maybe that's a fourth hurdle the CFL has to look at to play. Now, I think you can find 8,000 people in any CFL market to go to a game, if that's what they're looking at, at 25%. But I think they missed the boat on a lot of things. Damon's idea of the world women's hockey being played in the States. I still think for the good of the players and the game and the league, They could have put them in Bradenton or uh, some facility in Las Vegas and played a six-game season. Spring League did it. Um, Fan Control Football League did it. I know to a certain degree those it's apples and oranges, but you already have the Americans there. It's easy to get the Canadians into America. They missed the boat in a lot of ways. So I'm 60% that the CFL still won't play for all of these hurdles that remain in place some are saying it's probably north of that, the chances of them not playing. Those are my leftovers from yesterday. I'm trying to stay pot- positive and listen to what Randy Ambrosi is saying. I love the guy. I really do. But I'm a realist as well. And I think they missed the boat on playing. I think they should have been more creative, bitten the bullet, to use Larry Smith's term,
3: and go play. You? Yeah, the, the American thing's interesting because if you're only going to allow 25% in, in anyway, or if you're not going to get any fans in then what's the difference where they play? Like, we're not feeling that the Jays don't feel like the Jays just because they're not playing in Toronto, right? Yeah. I watch the games. It still feels like the Toronto Blue Jays. Still got the broadcasters yeah, there. road games do. It does. You know, it feels. but it feels like I'm watching Jays games. Yes. So, okay. I mean, I would enjoy watching the CFL, even if they were playing in different stadiums in the States. I think they missed the boat. Yeah.
2: Uh, Damon Allen says, Rod, do you have two of my bobbleheads on the desk or one? One, Damon. One. Where is it? Somewhere under my finger. Yeah, right. There you go. (laughs) He's beside Russell Westbrook. Okay. Oh, you're right in between. Andrew Harrison and Russell Westbrook. My eyes aren't good enough. Andrew Harrison, Russell Westbrook. There you are, Damon. Do we want to send me an Argos one now? Eskimos. Yeah, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Are they going to change that song? And folks dressed up
3: like Eskimos. Are they canceling it? What would they Christmas change? carols now? What would they change it to? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cancel the song!
2: Um, this is the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Point four, LeBron's deleted tweet. I spent a moment on that, but not a ton. Uh, you saw D- D- LeBron deleted his tweet. You know what it's all about, right? The right. Uh, Ohio cop shot and killed a black female teen that was brandishing a knife and... LeBron took the photo with a cop and tweeted, you're next. And then got, well, he didn't get canceled because he's still LeBron. Last I checked, he's still playing in the NBA, but he deleted the tweet. And his point was he didn't really realize the circumstances around the teen being shot. As you know, I watch ESPN for hours every morning, probably on average three hours a day, ESPN. This is really all that they've talked about, save for the NFL draft. And um, he deleted it saying he wasn't in possession of all the facts. And I thought, isn't that easy to get off the hook for
3: saying that? Is that because it's LeBron that he gets off the hook? Yeah. People uh, have a respect for him. He's built up enough of that. And so yeah, when, you, when you have enough in the bank, right, you make a mistake, it, it gets rid of some of that credibility, but he still has enough built up that I think he, he'll be okay. You do this too many times and all of a sudden – you won't be able to bounce back. But I think he's built up enough good credibility and trust with the public.
2: Just chiming in with some of the viewer comments, Wayne in Victoria, BC says, so even with vaccinations going forward, we're still talking 25% full stadiums. Can the team survive on that? They're saying that they feel that they can, both privately and publicly. I saw Rick Lawless here, the uh, BC Lions president, saying they're looking at four or 5,000 fans a game. They could survive on that. So, there's a chance, it, again, don't worry about any sports items. Follow the news. Joe Biden green-lighted more vaccines being shipped to Canada. They've already sent 1.5 million that I guess they weren't using. So, watch that. That's what's going to tell you whether the CFL plays or not. Not any of what the provincial, uh, what Doug Ford's saying, I don't think. We're running out of time here. Point five, Robin Leonard accuses the NHL of lying. I watched the whole news conference yesterday out of Vegas. The goalie, uh, basically, did, did you follow this? I know you leave most of this to me, and you do the business stuff. That's right. But Leonard said, listen, I got my vaccinations. Why do I still have to stay in my room? It's like a prison. Because with my mental health issues, this is not good. He sat there at the microphone and poured his heart out, causing the NHL to come back and say, we never said that once you're vaccinated, you get to leave your room or that the COVID restrictions will go away. So on one side, I, I, this is a case where I got to back both sides. Like the NHL said, we never said, you get it right? That's right. Thanks for getting your vaccination, Robin. But you still have to follow health and safety protocols. Like anybody thinks they get their two shots and they can go run naked through the streets. You still can't. That's right. And Leonard, I guess he felt duped. I, I guess he didn't read the fine print. That's my take on all
3: that. Yeah, you don't just become a superhero or become elevated above everybody. I mean, it's great. You're, you're vaccinated. But, yeah, the rules still apply, unfortunately. Um, did you see Shooter Shoot Basketball What did he say? Club? What did he say? They paid their $5 fine. They were late to the <laughs> coffee this morning.
2: Thank you. Ding. Oh, I just saw I was late this morning. Have a great show, guys. Yeah, 10 a.m. is when it starts. Can't you guys tell time? What are you, Willie Nylander? And point six, the Blue Jays beat the Red Sox 6-3. And all I did watch a lot of that game last night, and there was more talk about George Springer than anything else. He might come back tomorrow, might come back Thursday, might come back Saturday, might come back Sunday. <laughs> I was like <laughs> They're winning without him, okay, George? You tell us. Yeah, when you're feeling okay. Joe Lazito. He's watching in New York. He says, incredible difference between Robin Leonard and LeBron James. <laughs> Massive difference between the two. I'm just bringing up what they both said yesterday. We'll get into that with Joey and more when we come back. Joey L. Ferry. This uh, warm ups is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
1: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast
2: is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result? Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at EarthEchoFoods.com slash MinuteMedia. Follow us on Twitter at the May and at Earth Echo Foods.
1: Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program, and thank you, uh, Joey, for uh, sitting through that. With The Prairie Mobile text line is open, 306-540-8777. We're going to uh, get into your your messages in a moment, but Joey Alferi covers all things Montreal for TSN 690, and he's a good friend of ours, joins us today from La Belle Province. How are you doing, Joey?
4: I'm uh, I'm doing good. Uh, It could be great, but it's snowing here, so uh, just good, not great.
2: (laughs) People are talking about this all across the country. Finally, we are not. It's a nice day. I'm wearing shorts. (laughs) I'm wearing shorts here today. (laughs) You probably are too, my man. But can we? Let's start here. By the way, Montreal Canadiens, Edmonton Oilers. There's some upset order fans with the results last night. The Habs winning in Edmonton. Corey Perry, they say, taking a dive on the McDavid elbow, but. More than anything, I came out of this saying what a remarkable playoff series it would be if it was Oilers Habs.
4: Yeah, it looks like we're going to need some uh, we're going to need some help to get there though because I don't think they'll match up in the first round, but I think that's probably the matchup that Montreal would like the most. Uh, they've played Toronto and Winnipeg pretty tough, but with the Oilers, for whatever reason, I mean, it just seems like—and uh, it, it, you saw it last night—it just they seem like they're in McDavid and Drysaddle's head, and more often than not, uh, they kind of leave them uh, both those superstars frustrated. Um, I kind of look at it the other way. It's a couple times, a couple games in a row now, or two out of the last three anyway, where Connor McDavid lets those elbows fly quite a bit against Montreal. So uh, you look at the damage that he's done against the other teams across the league or across the Canadian division this year anyway. And uh, really by comparison, the Canadians have done a really, really nice job limiting him.
2: Well, and let's talk about that for a second. And here's the thing. I'm not saying what, that they're probably not going to line up in round one, but they could very easily line up in round two. I mean, they're going to have to meet, if they're as good as we think, somewhere down the line in the playoffs. Are they going out of their way to get in McDavid's kitchen? Like, I see they're knocking them all over the place, but that's playoff hockey. Like, I just don't think Connor, yeah. he's got to get used to this
4: yeah I'm, I'm right there with you and i think he will i mean he's just he's too talented to not f- be able to fight through it anyway but uh, it's clear i mean look the canadians it's very obvious that they do not have a high-end offensive star like a lot of the other top teams in the in the canadian division right so how do they do it you look at what they did in the bubble last year and how they left crosby and malkin frustrated and they end up knocking a they end up knocking out the Penguins, excuse me, uh, in the uh, playing around, and they end up running out of gas against the Flyers. And I don't know how far they can go this year because they've kind of been up and down after the first 10, 12 games of the season. But it's clear that the way for them to win and have success is to go after the other team's star player and, and limit the damage they can do. Get in their head. They made dry take uh, a pretty bad penalty. There was an interference penalty after the whistle was blown that he took on Joel Edmondson, and that resulted in the the 3-1 goal uh, that the Canadians got in the third period. McDavid took a couple bad penalties as well. So I think that's how you kind of throw them off. Now, look, as much as they've had success against the the two Oilers superstars uh, on the other side uh, with Toronto, Marner and Matthews have eaten them alive uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, I think it would, it, the Canadians are going to be a tough out no matter who they play. It's just about whether or not they can uh, get on the right track before the end of the season. Because, look, uh, I'm, Calgary's not done. Vancouver's technically not done yet. Uh, but it would take a lot. It's a minor miracle for the Canadians to be caught in fourth place. So it's all about uh, kind of uh, ironing out the kinks and playing your best hockey uh, come playoff time. And if they can do that, you know, I think they're a team that you probably don't want to face because they can get in your face. They can be nasty.
2: Yes, and we're weeks away from potential Matchups, But it's I would take Habs goaltending against just about anybody but Winnipeg, where it would just be a saw-off more than anything. Carey Price is proven. Look, I don't mind, even though we're in the West, there's so many Canadians fans out here, and you know that. Uh, Joey, you know uh, You're a Montreal guy. So the, the move to replace Claude Julien with uh, Dominic Ducharme's paid dividends, I guess, is it already a, a win, or do they need to go deep in the playoffs for Ducharme to have the interim tag taken off?
4: Yeah, I don't think it's a win by any means just yet. They've Again, the the numbers are skewed, and everybody here likes to point out the win-loss record, and Claude Julien had a better record uh, when he was fired than Dominic Ducharme has now. I think it's a little bit misleading uh, just because of the way they started off. And, look, I don't think anybody expected them to keep rolling the way they were rolling early on. I mean, they took advantage of a brutal – Vancouver was absolutely brutal at the beginning of the year – uh, and uh, Montreal was able to to dominate them a couple of times. Uh, they played Toronto tight, like I said. They played Winnipeg tight. For whatever reason, Calgary and Ottawa, uh, the hard-working teams uh, have uh, given the Canadians uh, a really difficult time. But no, I, I think, look, and I think to a certain extent, to your point about the interim tag being removed, I think he does have to go on a playoff run. I think they have to have some success, and i kind of think that the general manager mark bergevin and dominic ducharme are now kind of attached at the hip uh, to me it's like if ducharme isn't the guy does bergevin get to hire somebody else that's a big question uh he hired Michel terrier when he first got the job he got to fire terrier i uh, got to hire claude julien now he's got one more year left on his contract contract that runs through 2022 so it's tough like this is this is an interesting situation for the canadians because the future could look as bright as it looks, it could look very different.
2: Oh, boy. Okay, you're good. Or is he good? Oh, we had to drop him for a sec. Oh, man. Okay. Well, he answered most of the question, and then – Okay, okay, uh, Joey, you answered most of the question. You said that they were looking good, and uh, or he's been looking good, and we'll see where we go. Any, any final thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, no, just I I don't know what you guys caught or didn't catch. But I just I think uh, with Marc Bergevin, his job is very much tied to Ducharme right now. He's in the final year of his contract. And if, you know, if the Canadians don't want to drop the interim tag on on Dom Ducharme, does Marc Bergevin get to hire another head coach? That's that's the big thing. He's already hired two. Does he get another one? I'm not convinced.
2: Let's switch to football now. Uh, Joey, we've got some great mutual friends in the Canadian Football League, and one of them was telling me the other day, he said, you got to talk to Joey. He's got some very passionate feelings about the CFL. And so let's talk about that you know, in Montreal is a tremendous CFL town, yet an Angus Reid poll, as you know, last summer, said the NFL, Quebecers said the NFL is more popular in that province than the CFL. What does the August 5th target date announcement uh, do for you, and what does it mean to football fans uh, where you live?
4: Well, look, it's finally, it's something, right? Like, we'd all been hearing different things behind the scenes and off the record, but we never had anything really concrete, and finally they decided uh, to come out with a plan because... First of all, I think the plan came out way too late, Uh, first things first, because there's so many people, uh, media and fans and players, by the way, as well, that have kind of just been left frustrated uh, because there's been a lack of transparency and a lack of direction from the league. So I think I'm at least hopeful now there is something to look forward to. Whether or not it happens, I don't know, but at least there's something concrete on paper that they've presented to us, which is encouraging. And look, the the Angus Reid poll is what it is, Roddy. It's fact. Uh, the, The reality is that uh, my closest friends and I are all huge football fans and I'm the only one uh, who follows the Canadian Football League and followed it before I became, uh, you know, before it became my job and I'll continue to follow it after, you know, it's not my job anymore to follow it because I just, I'm passionate about the the league, the product and the players. And um, I think it, it has more to do with uh, fantasy football than anything else. Uh, you know, some of my friends are very casual football fans that, are really into it because we're all in in the same fantasy football league, and uh, we all have different degrees of success. So that's a topic for a different day. But uh, I think, I think it's, I don't know, like, it kind of frustrates me because I love both like you do. And So I'm not biased, and I can tell you that the Canadian Football League is way more exciting than a lot of the games I watch in the NFL week in week out. I think it's just a fact. It's reality. But there's some people that can't get their mind wrapped around three downs or wider field or extra player. And I just – I don't get it. I just – I don't understand why – Uh, you won't give it enough of a chance because you're probably going to be more entertained. I'll be honest with you, I'm a little concerned because there was all that positive momentum built up for the Owls in 2019, momentum that they hadn't had in this market for such a long time, and now you've taken a year off, and it's more like a year and a half off now, and a lot of that momentum has been halted. So I don't know what their season ticket base looks like. Um, I don't know that there's much of a buzz around here. You have your hardcore fans, don't get me wrong, but it's just frustrating to see that a team that essentially has struggled so badly for the, the better part of, you know, half this decade, finally found a quarterback, found some good players. They have some strong uh, people in the front office, strong football people. Uh, and now all of a sudden you've been halted. So a lot of that momentum stops. And and I'm just, you know, I'm hoping, you just don't know what it's gonna look like after a year and a half. Are the Tiger Cats still gonna be good? Are the Owls still gonna be good? Who knows? It's been oh, almost boy. two years since anybody's
1: played.
2: Yeah, and I'm going to get to the viewer comments. We'll save those a little later on because it's just Joey and I now, but I was saying to my wife last night, and she's, she was like, I wonder what this player's doing. I wonder what that player's doing. And I said, look, look at Cody Fajardo. He's literally in the prime of his career. VA finally gets his chance, and this happens. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the average pro football career is now 1.5 seasons, which they're about to lose 1.5 seasons in the CFL, right? But here's a, I don't feel sorry for the Alouettes. 0910 Grey Cup. Forget it. So that they'll be fine. The other thing is yeah. if you have enough belief in your product, it won't be it would be an easy sell getting people back to Montreal. Why did I fall in love with the NBA, C E B L, NLL? It was because people said, hey, come on, just come come to a game. Come and you'll love it. And they were right. Mm-hmm. So sitting on the side of a mountain watching CFL football overlooking downtown Montreal, eh, won't take much to get people back hooked, I don't think. Right. But lastly, your thoughts on the XFL, CFL, because you said we both love NFL, CFL. How about the third X factor, the XFL? Where are you on those talks?
4: Yeah, you know what? It's something that I've obviously given a lot of thought to. And at first I wanted to be open minded. I wanted to give it some thought. And uh, initially I went on the air and I mentioned to, to my audience that I was willing to I don't know, be open-minded about some of the changes that uh, have been proposed. You know, I was even open to, you know, if somebody can convince me going to three from three downs to four downs could help uh, generate more fans Then I was, you know, I was going to be open-minded to that. But, you know, I've kind of caught myself thinking over the last couple of weeks, like, why? Like, why, why do I have to be open-minded about this? Why does the hardcore CFL fan have to be open-minded about this why does our game and our canadian values why do those things have to be compromised and i think you know i don't know how closely you guys have followed the the super league story out in uh, out in europe there what they want to do but you know you look at the fan base uh, the fan base is out there and they've wrestled uh control from the owners back and, and the fans were were loud and were outspoken and you know the super league looks like it's dead in the water now and i just I get the same vibe, and it 's not to take shots at the people that are in place ownership wise across the Canadian Football League now, but it's not they 're not all necessarily guys who have been around uh the league for for a large number of years, and I think that they're so concerned about the eyeballs that they don't have that they always forget uh to take care of and to kind of nurture the eyeballs that they do have and it's unfortunate but that's where we are right now in 2021. That's the the sports landscape, the business side of it anyway, is that it's always about the people you don't have and the eyeballs you don't have. And I think to the people who are hardcore and who have been there with you since day one, that can get kind of frustrating. So I don't know, I've, I'll be honest with you. I tried AAF, I tried XFL, and I stuck with them for the first couple of weeks, but the tackle play wasn't good enough for me. The quarterback play wasn't good enough from top to bottom. So you want to add teams, do you even have enough talent is there enough uh, football talent to go all the way around i don't know I- i'm curious to see where it comes like where we go from here but why why do we have to sacrifice the amount of canadians on a roster why do we have to sacrifice the rules if they don't have if, if they don't sacrifice anything and the xfl kind of embraces the canadian football way listen i'm open to anything but i still don't get you know, As bad as the business model is for the CFL, and, and the owners will try to convince you of that, even though we haven't seen any numbers, um, I think there's got to be another way. There's got to be another way to do this, and I think XFL should be the last avenue they take uh, before, uh, I don't know, man, it's just it's kind of frustrating. Before they look for, for solutions you know, outside the league, I think that that should be the last resort. I think they should try to find a solution within Canada.
2: Well, just back to where you started that on the Super League thing. I'm following it a bit. I know you're a huge soccer guy. I'm opening my mind to soccer because everybody's asking me to, so I am. And our, co- our colleague, yours and mine, Gary Lala, said the CFL belongs to Canadians, not these owners. But I think the owners would disagree. And the fact of the matter is they own, they own the league, and they're going to do with it what they want. So th- they're the ones that need to be convinced that it shouldn't be changed because I think they want to change it. Joey, we're out of time. Always a great visit, my man. Thank you uh, for this. Let's keep in touch.
4: Absolutely. Thanks for
2: having me. TSN 690 Montreal's Joey Alfieri joining us on video chat today from Quebec. When we come back, a sports update, and we'll start viewer takeover early because interestingly enough, there's a lot of questions for both Moose DuPont and me. So we'll be right back with that. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody.
2: It is Canada's daytime sports uh, talk show. We're coming to you from the bunker. Just a pause on the CFL-XFL merger talk, although I get that everybody wants to uh, talk about that. I'll get to your comments. Moose has rejoined us. He got out of the gl- lights glare here for a bit to yeah. go sit on the in the sh- on the shady couch. That's right. You said that this today today <laughs> is
3: the realization of a dream. And I said, "Do you want to share that on the air?" Yeah. This is exactly This is exactly what I hoped this would turn into, right? I mean Tell them why cuz they very, don't know very why. comfortable over there on the couch. Crozy's in here. You know, I wish we could go sit with them on the couch, but we got to stay socially distanced and stuff, but this is what I wanted, right? A place to hang out. The club right? and make people this feel welcome. You're welcome. It's comfortable. It's all of our inside talk while we have coffee in the morning and we get to yeah. chat with you at home every day. So you this don't is have what I wanted. you don't have to bring gifts, but it helps. Oh, does it ever? <laughs> Lifetime you show membership. this
2: again. The Brandon Wheat King sending this. Crozy, uh The radio guy brought it over. Scooter. The trainer is in in charge of all this. These sweats that I'm going to pull a Judy Peterson. That's my mom and cut at the knee and make them shorts. And the funny thing is the Wheat Kings trainer, I guess, said, Kelly McCrimmon's going to go nuts when he sees Rod in this. You got to catch him up, Crows. You got to catch him up. Where do you think all my Golden Knights stuff came from? You We're will, good now.
3: Imagine rolling in when you go back to T-Mobile and you're wearing all <laughs> We Kings head to toe. I'm sure that's what they all wear down there. He'll fall out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where are you going, sir? Oh, yeah, you're,
2: you're wearing Wee King stuff. <laughs> go wherever you want. That's...
3: Yes, because the superpower of a broadcaster, if you wear a suit, we can roll in anywhere, right? Shh, like we, that's a secret. <laughs> so now that's the secret in, in Vegas. We King's gear. From Paul Fegler watching in Red Deer, he says,
2: congratulations, Moose. It's really cool to see how this has come along. One day I'll join the bunker. Anytime you're coming to the sweatpants capital, uh, Feggy, you're welcome to. <laughs> Carlos Legena in uh, Indianapolis says, you're slowly melting into the wall dupes.
3: Is it? It's your mint. Is it? It's your mint-colored shirt. Am I melting? It's odd. It looks um, oh, I see. I see. Guess I'm gonna have weak kings. Look at the collar. I'm gonna have weak kings gear on pretty soon. Okay, you're fine. Can't have that.
2: Uh, just from the from the Ivan uh, Diablo is a Tie Cats fan watching in Southern Ontario. Says, what is RP's favorite lunch? Well, I have many, but if we're going to a sponsor's baller's rec room, the taco salad. Mm-mm-mm. That's what I always get there, but then the uh, Canadian brew house—I really love their their uh, batter, their uh, breaded chicken breast with hot sauce, buffalo wing. Oh so, yeah, only because it reminds me of Hooters, but it tastes exactly the same. The yeah. buns the same, the chickens the same, the breading's the same. So if I'm going out and I'm just throwing calories to the wind. I'm having the buffalo chicken sandwich at
3: Canadian Brew House. How about that? <laughs> now they can sponsor us. There you go, dupes. Where are you going? I for lunch? was very partial to the uh, famoso small pizza and tomato bisque mm. soup. That for me was was it when you owned the restaurant. All lunches are good. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. Somebody wrote in
2: here earlier. Uh, where the heck is it? Something that it's uh, direct. Oh. He told me how to say it. Now I forgot. Dragun. He says, "How? Do, why did you guys get into broadcasting?" For me, you got to ask God because I was born that way. I've always wanted to do it. It was just put in me. Raised on a farm. Why would anybody in a farm, the only person you talk to is cows, want to get into broadcasting? I don't
3: know. In yeah. the middle of nowhere. I know, but I did. You? Yeah. It's just it just happened. It was right. so natural. Right. We were chosen. <laughs> it was. It was just natural
2: But the, the chosen ones. Uh where's the dude in Green Bay? Dean. Watching in Green Bay. He says, "I think this is a slightly different situation. The CFL isn't The CFL is broke, isn't it? The European Super League was a bunch of uber-rich guys trying to corner the market, so to speak." Seen a lot of the comparisons between a CFL XFL merger BC Hockey League Super League mm-hmm. to the European so- Soccer League. And because I know nothing about European soccer, like less than zero, I can't make that comparison because I don't know.
3: You know what I was comparing it to yesterday, the Super League? In the opposite way of Jim Mullen's Northern Eight. Remember when he was trying to put together the Northern Eight? The best Canadian university football team. T- to play in this kind of power. Group They would still play in their conferences, but to play this group and have the top teams playing on national TV against each other to grow the game. The difference was the fans wanted it. It would have been great for the game of football. The, the teams, yeah. I think, for the most part, wanted it. Some didn't. But at the governing level, they didn't want it. And here, it's like the owners want the Super League, but the fans, the players, the real you know, soccer people don't want it. So it's kind of opposite. Right. Both got crushed.
2: But at the, uh, at the very least, I'm trying to get into, to, to, to learn it. Yeah. Not like the closed-minded CFL fans that will not consider any change to the game whatsoever, but I digress. From the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Red Deer, Alberta, Alberta says, I can't wait to go to Ballers when I come to town. Sounds amazing, Rod. It is amazing. And they treat us like kings in there. And they the treat you like kings, too. Your mom's watching. I can tell. With, regarding, with regards to Darren's love for broadcasting, she says it was elementary school for Darren. Teachers gave him a clipboard and away he went. Oh, you were one of those? No, uh, I can played, you just
4: imagine. I played the game, okay? I wasn't sitting
3: on the side. Were you running the crosswalks too? I was the kid tweet, with the snot tweet, bubbles in uh, Little Giants, right? The snot bubbles <laughs> and the big glasses on the sideline with the abacus.
2: Hockey guy uh, Drew Koser checking in from the Off the Hustle podcast says, "Good day, fellas. Good day, Drew. Thanks for joining us. You're late. It's a five dollar fine." Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, says, "In Canada, the universities work very hard to limit growing U sports. One day we'll have a big U sports uh, jamboree, a summit, if you will, two hour summit. Yeah, and we'll talk about the lack of marketing in university sports in Canada." Because it's a it's a it's a chicken and the egg thing right there. Mm-hmm. The cost, the uh, sports cost so much in Canadian university, and if they started marketing it now, they would never recoup their costs. So it's another it's topic for another time. Um, sports update as promised. Josh Anderson scored twice, and the Montreal Canadiens survived a late Edmonton flurry to defeat the Orders four three at Rogers Place. Jake Allen made twenty two saves as the Habs picked up. Just their third win in the last nine games. But they moved eight points clear of the Calgary Flames for the North Division's fourth and final playoff spot. I don't know if I told you that I'm going on Calgary's Fan 960 Radio, 5 p.m. Mountain today, to chat CFL and WHL. And the host, Andrew Hustler Patterson, is going to be hosting. And he's a new host on Fan 960. And I felt like saying, don't you know that Calgary and I have a thing (laughs) I'm not sure Hustler knows, so I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. Just go with it. So tune in, Fan 960 Calgary, this afternoon, 5 p.m. Mountain for CFL and WHL Talk. Jonathan Marchessault scored twice and added two assists, and Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, defeated the San Jose Sharks 5-2 for their eighth straight win. Golden Knights are the first team in the NHL to clinch a playoff berth. In the Dub up. Nolan Ritchie had a pair of goals, and the Brandon Wheat Kings extended their win streak to five games with a 6-1 route over the Swift Current Broncos. Gotcha, Crozy. Brett Hyland, Lyndon McCallum, Ryland Feeston, and Vincent Iorio also scored for the Wheat Kings. Skyler Bruce and Peyton Krebs both had a pair of goals in regulation, and Jake and Smallwood scored in overtime as the Winnipeg Ice slipped past the Moose Jaw Warriors, 6-5. Justin Sordoff and Alex Kanek-Liepert each had a power play goal and two helpers as Vancouver won its fourth game in a row, handing Victoria its seventh consecutive defeat. Looking to spark a scuffling offense, Toronto manager Charlie Montoyo shook up his lineup and the Blue Jays responded with a 6-3 victory over the Red Sox last night. Toronto finished with 10 hits, including two each from Vladdy, Bo, Randall Gritchuk, and Marcus Semyon to split a two-game set with the division leaders. And Pascal Siakam scored 27 points as the Raptors seized control in the third quarter of a 114-103 win over the Brooklyn Nets. This sports update for the Tap, Brewhouse, and Drive-Thru Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Total viewer takeover when we come back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV and listen live at RodPeterson.com.
1: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson.
2: Welcome back, everybody. A lot of business to take care of here uh, Arash madani will join us next hour we'll delve deeper into the cfl news from yesterday because people still want to talk about it and i understand that we are the cfl's show there's no doubt but they're not playing till august 5th at best so i go to the prairie mobile text line moose here in the uh, viewer takeover and mark and fort st john bc is watching on game plus tv from the 250 have you been there Fort St. John? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He says, hi, Rod. Just wondering if you ever wear hockey jerseys. Enjoy the show. Mark in Fort St. John, B.C. That's a tough one. What do I say? I don't wear them on the show ever. And the reason being, you look like a fan when you wear a jersey. And while I am a fan, do you listen to a fan? Do you listen to their opinion? Probably. I don't. No. So I favor the quarter zip of which I'm wearing right now or the zip-up Wheat Kings jacket I got. But I love jerseys. If You could, you can't put a camera on this, but I got a Pats Outdoor Classic jersey there, a Warriors Classic jersey there. I got an Estevan Bruins Game Worn here. We got McDavid, Picton. Uh, what? Tavares, Tavares. Manziel. Yeah, so we love our jersey. Johnny Marsh, Manziel. Dante Marsh. Yeah, uh, the BC Lions sent us a Dante part. But if you're going to send a jersey... Here, we gladly accept it, but don't expect me to wear it. I will wear one to a Golden Knights game, and when I go down to watch Canada's team, I'll wear a CFL jersey to
3: a CFL game, but I don't wear them here. Yeah, just like the t shirt. I mean, you put it on for a segment, the t shirt, and then it was off, but yeah. Um, But no, the jersey's on the wall, and very soon um, we're going to be able to showcase some of those on the show. So that'll be cool. Uh, Landon
2: in Kamloops, BC, watching on Game. Hey, Rod, I need another show to watch on Netflix. Any recommendations? If you haven't seen it, Seaspiracy is a must-see. Oh, I saw it, and now I don't want to eat fish ever again. But that's fine, because I'm a beef guy anyways. But just started a couple this week with the missus. The Baker and the Beauty, very good show. Cindy, help me out. Text me. What else were we watching? Putting me on the spot here. Saw Seaspiracy. Oh, the one on the heist. Oh, Money Heist? No. no. Uh, we watched Money Heist. It's funny. one on the uh, art gallery in Boston being mm-hmm. robbed. It's a four-part series. It's a documentary, four-part documentary. Uh, oh, Grace and Frankie starring Martin Sheen. Oh, this yeah. is unbelievable. Have you seen this one? Yeah, yeah. Martin Sheen and Sam... Waterston. Wal- Water- Walkerton. Waterton. Waterston. Yeah, Sam from Order, Are That's two good. old guys that leave their wives for each
3: other. I know. Hilarity ensues. Happens as they're seniors. The other one, the Kaminsky method is Haven't another that. one. That one's really good. Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin. Really funny. My yeah. mom got me onto that one. But, like, the taste change. That one's really good, too. So there's, there's a few. So Baker and the Beast, I'm assuming you've watched
2: Breaking Bad. That's pretty much number one all time That's for standard. me. And uh, Grace and Frankie, and we'll continue this next hour in Arash Madani, too. Keep them coming. Viewer takeover. That's the secret sauce of what we do here.
1: Jenny. Cindy.
2: We'll be right back.
1: (laughs) For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com.